Well, hello and welcome. And today we are talking about one of the most lucrative and largest niches there is. Niche? Niche. And I'm talking to Robert Geller of Fabstays about it. This is the Vacation Rental Success Podcast, keeping you up to date with news, views, information and resources on this rapidly changing short-term rental business. I'm your host, Heather Bayer, and with 25 years of experience in this industry, I'm making sure you know what's hot, what's not, what's new and what will help make your business a success. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Vacation Rental Success Podcast. Was as ever always delighted to be back with you. Once again, sitting here watching the snow come down. I can't wait to get back out of here. It's only been a week. (laughs) I've, I've had enough. I really have. It's pretty though. It's pretty. Snow hanging on the trees and red noses and yeah, I think I'd, I'd, I'd prefer warmth and sunshine. And although I have to say down in Florida, uh, Florida, Alabama, a couple of weeks ago, it was, it was just a bit weird seeing all the Christmas decorations against the backdrop of palm trees. Just didn't seem right. But, uh, you know, you can't have it all. And, and I definitely don't want it all. I just would like to get back to the warmth, which will be coming in the next few weeks. So over the last couple of months, we have been talking about different niches. I'm going to use the word niche because it, you know, when I was in London and I'm in amongst the Brits again, that's what we say. It's niche or most of you guys are going to call it niche. But anyway, we've been talking about those markets where we can get into and be unique, be our unique selves in different markets. We talked to Andy Reynolds about accessibility and about the accessibility market. Uh, We talked to Rick Oster, who's in a very, very small niche in uh, golf. And then, of course, we we talked to everybody's friend, Tyan Marsink, about large group properties. So in every discussion I've ever seen or heard about niches, the topic of direct booking comes up because people who are looking for a specific type of vacation or they are a specific demographic, they are the ones that find it difficult to sift through absolutely everything that's on Airbnb or HomeAway or Booking.com. You know, they've got a specific need. They're looking for something very unique, very individual. These are the markets that we should be looking for if we're looking for direct booking traffic. So today we have another niche we're going to be exploring, and that is the LGBTQ niche. This is one that our company has been in for the last probably eight or 10 years. We've been advertising in the gay and lesbian directory. It's a US-based directory. It does bring us traffic. And all we're doing is just placing one ad. We don't list all our properties on there. It's just a simple, almost a classified ad on their website. And I will put a uh, a link to the Gay and Lesbian Directory on the show notes. Because it has 
we've had a good amount of traffic for it. And for the very limited amount that we pay for an ad, and probably less than $100 a year, it is definitely worthwhile. So today I'm talking to Robert Geller, who founded Fabstays. And I met up with Robert in London when I was at the host 2019 conference. And what a great guy he is. And we went out to dinner with this. It was a great group. We went for drinks and we went for dinner and there was Evelyn Badia from The Hosting Journey, uh, Erica Muller. You've heard Erica on the podcast a number of times. Um, Tyan Marsink and her husband, Nat, who's joined Tyan's company and Andy McNulty from Touch Day as well, and of course, Robert Geller. And we had oh, we had a really, really good, good time. We had some really good discussions, and we were talking about different niches and how powerful they are to bring bookings, particularly to those people who are having trouble being seen, having trouble being seen in amongst that sea of properties that you're now that most people are now finding in their areas on Airbnb. So I'm really looking forward to this discussion with Robert. I think this is a great niche to be in. It's definitely worked for us. So without further ado, let's move on over to my discussion with Robert Geller. So I'm delighted to have with me today, I mean, really, really happy to have Robert Geller from Fabstays. Now, as, as I mentioned in the introduction, I had the pleasure of going out to dinner with Robert and a, and a group of absolutely great people in London uh, at the Host 2019 conference. And Robert was also delivering a, uh, a seminar there, a presentation, and I'm sure we're going to talk about that. But uh, first of all, let me welcome Robert to the Vacation Rental Success Podcast. And thank you so much for joining me. Heather, thank you for having me. And what a pleasure it was to meet you offline. We have so many of these interactions online. It was, it was great to break bread with you and meet you in person. Isn't it wonderful? I th- This is one of the reasons, and I, I bang on about this so much, about how the importance of, of getting out of your office or home or wherever you work and get out and meet people that you just meet online and meet them face to face because it does, it, it just opens up for me. It opened up a whole new world when I started to go to conferences and networking events. What about you? Oh, it's so great developing those relationships that way. You know, Erica Mueller, who lives down the street from me, uh, I'm in Tampa, Florida. She is in Orlando. We have virtually met through Skype. Well, it took a trip to London to the same conference to meet her in person and sit at the same table with her. So uh, it, it, it makes a difference having those relationships. Yeah. I mean, I walked away from that conference coming away with some incredible networking and of that, some really cool opportunities uh, working with other vendors. So yeah, it makes a whole difference. Yeah, absolutely. So tell us about Fabstays and, and you know, why did you feel it necessary to build this platform? Because we've been, we've been talking over the last couple of months on the podcast about different, about different niches. And I'm always interested in, you know, what got people started on this particular path? Well, certainly. Well, I've been in the uh, short-term rental space as a host for four years now. Uh, and I first want to start off that my pronouns are he, him, his. And we are the new kid on the block. We're barely six months old. 
yet we're approaching nearly a thousand listings worldwide from tiny homes, vintage RVs, vacation rentals, home shares. And we started with very humble beginnings. I built a prototype for $11.99 a month on GoDaddy. And it quickly caught the attention of hosts, uh, short-term rentals, uh, in addition to travelers, journalists, visitor bureaus, uh, and, and other businesses in the, in the uh, short-term rental uh, ecosystem. And I think it was because of our very our, our positive, inclusive messaging that really struck a chord and resonated uh, within the LGBTQ travel space. And, you know, Fab Stays recognizes LGBT and ally hosts fostering welcoming safe spaces. And, and I, I say welcoming because it's not just tolerating, um, it's welcoming. And you would think being in the hospitality space that welcoming would be a given. But unfortunately, but, you know, we see it in the news, we see the stories, we see it come across our feed on social media some of those negative stories. And those travelers in the LGBT community have, have, have experienced some of those. And sadly to say, uh, you know, homosexuality is still illegal in a third of the world and punishable by death in eight countries. So you know, traveling around the world is still potentially life-threatening for the LGBTQ traveler. And for Fab Stays, we have an opportunity to remove that anxiety. And it's travelers just taking that piece of the equation out of it, knowing that they're staying with hosts that are recognized as LGBT and allies and, and, and supporting those hosts and those short-term rentals that are, that are supporting the LGBT community. Well, it seems like this is a, you know, this, this is a niche that has been a long time in, in coming to, to bring to the hosting community. I was saying in the introduction that as a, as a property management company, we've, for the past eight years, I think, we've been advertising in the Gay and Lesbian Guide. It's a, it's a San Francisco-based company, oh. I think. Do, do you know of it? Uh, no, I'm not aware of that. Um, maybe, maybe it's not called that, but it, it's, it's, something, it's something very similar to that. And, and all it is okay. is a, you know, it's a classified ad. So, mm-hmm. so we just take out a, a $50, $100, I think it's about $99 classified ad for a year right. on this site. And it's brought us a lot of business. I mean, certainly I, I, I'm a businesswoman. And, yeah. and, and this, is a, this is a massive market and we wanted to be part of it. And it was interesting as we, as we came up to the um, International Pride a couple of years ago where Toronto was just oh. the place to be for a mm-hmm. whole month and it was in june and june is outside our high season our high season is july and august and okay. it, it was a, just a huge opportunity for it for is. us and just that little ad brought in so much business and and, and so, it, some, somebody said it, to us that, that the, the actual fact they saw our ad yeah. in the on that site made them feel comfortable in booking. absolutely well, you know, Heather, and, and it's any niche. It, it's speaking to those niches directly because those niches want to know that they are being supported, that, that your message truly resonates. And, and this goes back to you know, airlines that came out targeting it and messaging to the LGBT community. You know, we want to know that our dollars matter. And having that ad is, is speaking directly to that consumer. And in this case, to the LGBTQ plus traveler. Yeah, and you know, for us as a, as a marketing strategy and and as a business decision, that really really works. But I I want to explore a little more about 
what owners, you're talking about owners making their places welcoming and inclusive. What does that actually mean? Because I, I saw sure. I, anyone can go, if they go to your website at fabstays, fabstays.com, and uh, it is fabstays.com, right? Correct. With a Z, fabstays, That's S-T-A-Y-Z. Correct. Well, I'll put the link on the show notes anyway. But Thank go you. to that and have a look at the press area in there, the media, the, the, the media link. And I saw the, um, the there was a TV segment you yeah. did, which was brilliant. And I love I love that segment, Heather, because that's coming from the voice of a short term rental owner. Yeah, it, it, and it's from her perspective of why she wanted to be a part of our platform. And, and I, I really that video to me is, is so significant. Well, it, it certainly was. It, it really stood out for me. I was reading through all, all the press that you have, and it's remarkable how much I – don't, I don't know if you have a PR company or, or if it's just simply a word-of-mouth exercise here, but you, you're certainly getting a lot of press. But that one – and I, I love the fact that it, it did focus on a host who was saying – you know exactly really what i've just said that it's this is a business opportunity and and the fact that being on your site on fabstays creates that that welcome and inclusiveness that she was trying to uh, tr- trying to offer or that she is offering exactly and it's something that the the short term rental owner can do on their own to a degree but we give you know we amplify it cuz Basically, you're coming. The LGBTQ traveler is coming to our site, knowing, boom, I'm going to find those welcoming spaces on on our platform. And it was it was interesting because that particular host, you know, when the, when the news crew asked, "Hey, you know, can we get in touch with a host?" So we gave them some host names, and 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 it was really wild. I had not met that host. I do know many of our hosts. Uh, I've met with them throughout the world, whether it be in person or on Zoom. Um, I had not met the host, and I did meet her afterwards. And so I had no idea what she was going to say. I didn't know until the, the piece broke, but it was, it was really exciting. And, and she knew already the, you know, the significance of this, of this niche. You know, it's, it's a 200 billion annual spend on travel. I mean, that's, that is significant. And in another really interesting stat too, in the LGBTQ travel space is that the LGBTQ traveler travels twice as often as their straight counterpart. I mean, just so you can see how significant travel is in the LGBTQ, LGBTQ space. It's, and that equates to, to nights of stay. Uh, that's 11 nights of over 11 nights of paid vacate of paid overnight accommodations uh, in the LGBTQ travel space. And so is, is that in, is that more in urban areas or are we looking at, you know, a, a really wide reach yeah. of locations that's an excellent question because I'll, I'll 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 be asked for I'll, I'll see questions coming in from hosts saying well i'm not in a big city well you know we are lgbtq travelers we go everywhere we have family all over the world in small cities where you know it's not just you know, it's, you know san francisco new york and luckily it's not because we and our hosts have realized that because they're signing up from all different locations all over the world so it's, it's not, you know, we're not seeking to have those, you know, hosts exclusively in those, those top of mind because LGBTQ travelers are, are one of have experiences in destinations all over the globe. And that's where they have family. That's where they're traveling for conferences. Uh, so it's not just those key, you know, air quote destinations. 
Yes, well, I, I, I know that for, for the for the amount of traffic that we get coming to our neck of the woods, you know, just, yeah. you know, our waterfront properties, which are definitely not urban. <laughs> it's very rural. But, you know, as a, as a drive to location from Toronto, of course, it, it, it does it that that does help. But we are seeing that we're reaching we're reaching people in this community from the U.S. and they are looking to travel and really explore. So yeah. do you have any other statistics? I mean, 200, we're talking $200 billion annual spend on travel, right? Yeah. And yep. they're going twice as often. Twice as often. They, and other statistics I have, and this is all from CMI, which is Community Marketing Incorporated. Uh, they conduct annual LGBTQ travel surveys and demographic surveys. So these are where all of all of my stats come from, and I go to their conferences, but two two to three times a year. Uh, and other other key statistics, and this is some, some are pretty wild. Like um, in the U.S., seventy seven percent of LGBTQ travelers possess a valid passport versus forty six percent of the general population. You know, again showing the level of interest in travel. Uh, another one I really like this one too, and that is twenty percent of the community spends an average of a four-night stay at a pride event outside their home city. So this, again, is equating to you know, home, home accommodations. Uh, so uh, another one that I, I feel that resonates for me as well, I mean, being a member of the community, is that we are brand loyal. 78% of the LGBT community state they support companies that market to and support the LGBT community. Hence, Heather, you seeing the results from your ad. Mm-hmm. And that statistic right there is showing, you know, why and where it's coming from. You know, and it's also the community seeks out brands that are authentically speaking to them online, at events, and through other mediums like your ad and like the Fab Stays platform. Yeah, there's, th- those are some pretty startling statistics. They, they are. They are. And from the outside, one might not realize that, but when you get in there, like, wow, I mean, this is a significant niche. So I want to go back to the question that that I uh, I asked earlier on, and then I mm-hmm. segued out into into your press coverage. Mm-hmm. You know, what can owners do to make their places yeah. more welcoming yeah. and inclusive? Is is there uh, is, is there something physically they do, or or is it sim? You know, it can't just sim, or is it simply that they're advertising in the right places? Well, I think that every short-term rental host should sprinkle glitter and have rainbow flags all over their property. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, you know, and when I'm at conferences, and first, we all know I'm joking here. Um, when, when I'm at conferences and I'm, and I'm talking with hosts, you know, when we have our short-term rentals, you know, we have certain markets that we might be appealing to, whether it's families or businesses, and we're anticipating those needs. And for the LGBT con- consumer... You know, the needs aren't that different. You know, we want to feel safe and welcoming just like every other traveler. And so how can short-term rentals, how can hosts uh, ensure that their, their listing is coming across as welcoming? Well, I, I use a couple examples. One is my own listing um, that I have. And on my profile, you know, it has my name. And it, the first thing it says, you know, under my about section is he, him, his. It gives my pronouns right off the bat. 
Well, for us in the LGBT community, that is speak those just just that little piece right there is resonating and sending out a message that you're an, you're a part of the community that you get it you're an ally. Uh, it's kind of progressive that okay wow um, this person gets it and understands. So I'm going to read like the first line of my profile. So it says he him his fostering an inclusive and welcoming space for all proud member of the LGBT community. And then it goes on to talk about myself underneath the, uh, the about section. So there on my profile, I get it right out there in the open. Now I all on, on the flip side of the coin, all of us as hosts and short in the, and all of us in the short term rental space. And I'm laughing as I'm, as I'm sharing this with you is that we know that our guests are not always reading every word of our listing. Um, so it's 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 going to take a couple other you know places to make sure that this this message is getting across. Another opportunity is within your images, and I use an example given to me from when I was meeting some hosts in Portland, Oregon, at an organization called Host to Host, a hosting association, and. Uh, actually, one of our top markets. I heard. I heard a chuckle there, Heather. Oh, because because I know because that's how that's how you and I sort of connected was via Debbie Hurtert um, from host to host, and she's she's an incredibly special person, and and another special person, of course, Michelle Boyle, um, who's in oh. who's in Oregon as well, and she, she has her tiny homes on Fab yeah. Stays. So so yeah, yeah. I, this, that 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 was why I sort of had, <laughs> had this. Uh, Oh yeah, I know these people. <laughs> yes, it's a small STR world. Um, <laughs> so I'm sorry, the, I, I interrupted. You were talking about Portland. No worries, no worries. Yes. So one of the things they had shared with me when I I've actually I've been to their their host association meetings, which they have monthly. Probably been to nine of the last year. Uh, they're actually one of our our top markets. We have more hosts in Portland than we do anywhere in the world. But one of the things that they shared with me that I love and I've actually included in my profile. And that's an image. So, of course, I have my image gallery of, of, of my short-term rental. Well, one of the images is a, a, a graphic, and it says, we welcome all, all races, all religions, all countries of origin. There's, there's this image, and I have that image in my carousel uh, of, um, of images for, for my property. So that is, is one more way to get the message across visually. I mean, I've had hosts share with me. I remember it was a, a gentleman who was a member of the LGBT community, and he had received a message from someone that wanted a book. And that person that wanted, there was a couple, they were an interracial, same-sex couple, and they were almost like apologizing, wanting to make sure that they would be welcome in their message that they were sending to the host. And, 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 and not realize that the, that the host had said somewhere in their listing that they were LGBT welcoming or a member of the community. And it was just it, uh, discouraging to hear that story along, along with many other stories that have, that have been shared with me. And so here's an opportunity from a visual perspective to remove that barrier. So it's looking at your language in your description of your property, perhaps putting in uh, an image like the one I have in mind that I took from host to host. And then there's the opportunity to be included on the Fab States platform as well. And these are different ways to get the message out that you are uh, an ally or a member of the LGBT community. Uh, I love that. There's a couple of just, just very simple, 
but really impactful suggestions. And I, you know, I, I would not have thought about this. And this is something you mentioned the expression fostering an inclusive and welcoming space for all. And I'm stealing that now. Um, because we are we are in the process of redoing our company website, and I'm going to be including that, if that's all right with you. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I, I, uh, yes, it warms my heart sharing that. Absolutely. I, I mean, it's all about rising tides, raise all ships, and this information is, is for all to use. Yeah, that's perfect. And, uh, you know, certainly using, using images. I'll make sure I have a link to your – because I'll have a link to Fabstay's of course, on the show notes, but I want to put a link into your own listing as well. So it's just useful for people to see how you are doing your own listing because you know, that, that, that's definitely going to be the place that people can work from. And when they're looking at the language you're using, of course, you want to make sure that you're being genuine and authentic and current with the language. It's just a, a quick landmine. Uh, you know, it, it's LGBTQ. Um, I have seen some people put GLBT. That's dated, um, and also can kind of uh, honestly frowned upon. But that, that's dated language. So it's definitely LGBTQ. Um, so I just wanted to get that out there, or LGBT plus. But putting the G first um, has a little negative aversion to to members of the community. Oh, that's interesting. I would never have thought about that. Okay, it, it, it looks it looks very dated when, when when we come across that. Okay. Well, that's definitely another good tip to uh, to have out there. So let's turn to the press that you're getting because that you know, <laughs> we're all out here looking for media coverage. How yeah. the heck have you done it? <laughs> there I is know, so right? much out there. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I started on the press coverage before we even launched. I remember I met with a, with a, a journalist and I'm like, and I was like, you can't use our name. Um, this is crazy. This is early on. Uh, we were trying to get our, our name trademarked. So I didn't want to tell anyone the name. But then the lawyer says to me, well, Robert, we can't get you the trademark unless you put the name out there. This, this whole blah, blah, blah thing going back and forth. But I was promoting Fab Stays before it even had a name. Um, so just trying to get the word out there. Social media is really big for us, uh, whether it be you know Facebook. I mean, for me personally, I have three individual Facebook profiles. FabStays has a Facebook page. We have two Facebook groups. We're, I'm on LinkedIn. It's using all of those, getting the word out, and then putting together press releases. Uh, we've been fortunate that our message has gotten out there and it's caught the eye of journalists. And I'm also really excited at the fact that it, it's caught the, the attention of other businesses within the short-term rental ecosystem. Uh, like for instance, uh, just at London, I met with Touch Day. Uh, they do uh, visitor guides for short-term rentals, so they can put together. Their, well, we're using it as a visitor guide, but it's for like manuals, uh, online manuals uh, that they can welcome your guests. That I absolutely love because the, the mobile version is phenomenal. Well, we're going to be doing our own travel guides using Touch Day and promoting that and sharing that with all of our hosts. We met with Stasher, which is kind of like the Airbnb of luggage. Uh, so we're looking forward to working with them and another company called alltherooms.com that shares uh, analytics of short-term rentals. So we've been able to capture the attention of journalists and, uh, and other businesses. But I, I, I also credit to, and I have to share this with you, Heather, the fact that we are an LGBTQ plus brand. 
And that's very different from me saying to you that we are a gay brand. And the fact you know, we are we are a brand that resonates with the entire community. And because of that, members of the community have been sharing our message. And that's been helping us get more press coverage as well. There is a lesbian blogger who picked up our message and she shared it. There was a member of the transgender community that has been sharing a message. So the fact that our platform is so inclusive and that's been resonating with all the members of the community, they've been sharing it as well. Oh, that that's amazing. Well, it's certainly working for you, and uh, <laughs> something to be something to be really proud of. Because, I, as I say, I know that getting media coverage is something that we'd all like to be doing a little bit more of. But of course, how you know, it's it, it's a niche. It's it's one that that I think is, is is getting more of a following in in the travel industry. You know, people are cottoning on to the fact that that these statistics actually mean something economically, um, in in a in a big way. Yeah. So you're, you're bound to. And, uh, and for us, navigating the you know the PR has been a challenge. I mean, I know we would get. Well, first of all, our narrative is from a very positive, uplifting space. Our, our, our narrative is elevating the guest experience, uh, making travel fun, keeping it fun, and, and by taking a, a pain point for the LGBTQ traveler versus our narrative is not, I was discriminated, so we started Fab Stay. Yeah. Yet, if we, if we use that narrative, we would get press coverage everywhere. But that's just, it's not our, it's not our message. And we make sure that that's, that we, we don't go down that path because that, that's not because there are other platforms that have done that. And there's coverage everywhere. because We know how social media and the press loves to pick up negativity. But that's not our message. And that's not our narrative. Yeah, excellent. Now, you also give back. You know, I've noticed on your website that uh, that you are looking to support communities how are you intending doing that I and mean, it does say that you know you're not making a profit yet but <laughs> but you are you do want to be giving back and that's something that i always like to give people the opportunity to share with you yeah. know how they're how they're going to give back well it's interesting uh, in, the, in the lgbtq plus space lgbtq youth have a higher a much higher suicide rate and homelessness rate than their straight counterparts like double and we see an opportunity to give back and help LGBTQ organizations around the world. Uh, we, we see it through, we have our own line of merchandise that we'll be launching. We have t-shirts and mugs and, and baseball caps that we'll be sharing those proceeds with those organizations. And we sh- will be showing on our website, the t-shirt sells for 22. We paid 10, $12 is going to this charity. So we'll be very transparent on that. Uh, we also, this is, this is, this, uh, I'm not sure this is, this is some exclusive news, Heather. We are going to be launching a crowdfunding and also through our crowdfunding, we'll be using some of those proceeds to benefit LGBTQ organizations as well. We can't stop there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, well, it's a little, little more, just another little taste ready for this. So, we have, we'll be launching our brand ambassadors during those, in our video for our crowdfunding, and our brand ambassadors are drag queen flight attendants. We call them our fab flight crew, and they will be, they'll be doing the video. Uh, we've already shot the photographs, 
of our first destination, we actually have a six foot two drag queen flight attendant in Michelle's tiny home in Portland, Oregon. Not another 48 by 48 one. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And that's part of our, 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 our marketing initiative that we're kicking off next year, which is going to be a lot of fun. Okay, well, that's that's perfect. So, any information you know, I can I can share with the audience on that as well. Then, obviously, I will. What's on offer at the moment? If anybody wants to list with Fab Stays right now, yes, we would love to have anyone that's interested in joining our Fab community. We have a, a an incredible offer right now through the end of the year. You know, the more hosts we have, the more listings we have, the more often the travelers come back to use our search function. So it's kind of like the chicken and the egg, and we want to, we want to make, we keep building. We want to hit a thousand listings. So to do that, we are offering hosts that come on board before the end of the year, free six month trial. No credit card, no obligation. Come on board, try us. Uh, we're going to give you six months free. Uh, join before the end of the year. It's going to your six months will start on the first. So we are offering a six-month free trial offer at fabstays.com. Well, that seems like an opportunity not to be missed. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, that, that will be, I'll put information on the show notes. So if, um, for those of you, all my listeners out there, you know, this, don't miss this opportunity. You know, it's free listing for six months. And I, I am so in huge support of independent listing sites and and as i said right at the very beginning in the introduction that when people are looking for something that's individual unique something that's that's not what is generally just lumped into every airbnb listing or home away listing when somebody's out there looking for something special they are looking for these niche sites so I, I think this is really worthwhile. So I hope you're ready for the onslaught of listings. Yeah, absolutely, Heather. It, and you know, from a business perspective, it's an opportunity for hosts to differentiate themselves from that listing right next door, yes. or the one down the block, or the down the road. I know with all those listings out there, this is an opportunity, one more opportunity to differentiate yourself. Not only is it your level of hospitality that differentiates you, and, but here is one one uh, mm-hmm. one additional opportunity. Well, that's perfect. So I'm, I will make sure that that's all on there and we, we will have a ton of stuff on the show notes for you to go and look at. So one thing I didn't ask, Robert, was how did you get the name? Because the name Fab, Fab Stays, you know, it takes me back to the 60s and my childhood and the Beatles where everything was Fab. Where did it come from? Well, well first, I'm picturing you in your bell bottoms right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Um, <laughs> And I had mine. Um, you know, our name has really resonated, and I'm, I'm so grateful for that. But I will share with you, the naming process was hell. Uh, as I'm, I'm chatting with you from my home office, and as I twirl my bar stool around, I can look at the walls of my living room where there were these two-foot-by-three-foot sheets of paper covering all the walls with all these names. And I had a marketing friend of mine. We were going through all these names and almost lost a friendship over it. It was, it was, it was hell. I registered a, a, quite a few names. Oh, it does remind me of a story. But um, quite, registered quite a few names. Fab Stays is the one that really resonated. Um, it, I wanted a name that 
everyone in the LGBT community felt like it was it was speaking to them and that they could relate to it and, and it was welcoming for them. Because again, I was looking at the entire community. It couldn't be gay stays or or les stays or whatever. And it had to be something that the entire community felt like it was speaking to them. Well, I registered a bunch of names, a bunch. And um, it was really funny because I was using, because I was, as I told you, I didn't want the name out there because I didn't have the trademark yet. But until the lawyer told me I had to get the name out there. So I was using these pseudo names and, and this, is, this is really crazy. So, you know, I registered a bunch on, you know, GoDaddy. Well, one of them was, oh, ready, ready for this? This is, this is great. This is great. It, was, it was Airbnb, the number four LGBT.com. It was Airbnb for LGBT.com. And then I had another one that was more Airbnb bookings.com. So I used those two at first. And this is crazy. This is crazy. So I was using those. And within 30 days, I got a cease and desist oh, letter yes. from Airbnb. I was, I'm going to tell you, though, I was so excited. I mean, <laughs> I'm this, with this little guy. I told you it was $11.99. And here, the $38 billion Goliath. <laughs> Is sending me a cease and desist. I was excited. I felt like I said, I'm the, the little guy with a little slingshot. Bing, bing, bing. Oh, I got him. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, but I had to reprint. I had to reprint all the postcards that said um, Airbnb for LGBT. But yeah, so that was the how one of the ways the naming process and that one of the some of the stories that went behind us getting our name out there. Well, I love it that you you can actually use it in so many ways. You know, I'm just looking at the website and you've got Fab Host. Fab travel, yes. Um, yes. the Fab One Hundred. <laughs> yeah, and, and and then we'll be launching Fab experiences. So yeah. we'll be sharing with guests, you know, great things to do in those different destinations. Yeah, I mean, I, we have it has a lot of a, a lot of play, as will our Fab flight crew when we launch them next month. Wow, looking forward to seeing that. Yes, I, I, I can't wait to share it with you. Hey, Robert, it's been an absolute pleasure talking with you. Uh, I know that we will um, we will get together again at, to at some conference in the yeah. future, whether it's yeah. host host twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> but ho- I think hopefully before then. I look forward to it. I thank you for the opportunity, Heather. It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, you have to pardon the pun. It's been fabulous. <laughs> I should have expected that. (laughs) Gosh, Robert has so much energy and enthusiasm and drive. And I think Fabstays is going to go a long, long way. So, you know, please, guys, I'm I'm going to put my properties on Fabstays. I'm going to take advantage of this offer and get as many of my places up there as I can. So definitely head on over to the show notes. There will be a link on the show notes to where you can go upload your property onto Fabstays, you know, providing you meet the criteria, which is, uh, which is on the site and that you are welcoming and inclusive and you meet the criteria of being an ally. Then you can upload your property, see how it goes for six months. I'm thinking that this site is going to fly. And I will, you know, let me know. Let me know how it does for you. Let me know what sort of conversions you're getting and and all about the great guests that you get. So that's it for an, another week as I begin to prepare to head back down to the, the sunshine. 
Um, I say prepare, you know, probably four or five weeks before I actually do that. But, uh, but I'm thinking about it quite a lot at, at the moment. I'm going to be in Concan, Texas. And Mike and Jason and I are talking about perhaps putting together a mastermind day somewhere in Texas. Somewhere in Texas. Maybe Dallas. And bringing people together for a day where we can explore your issues and put you in the hot seat, find out what your pain points are, what you'd like to be resolved, and then using the collective of the mastermind to bring you some results. It's in the infancy stages at the moment. We're looking sort of around about the end of January. So if there's something that you'd be interested in, I'd love it if you would send me an email at heather at vacationrentalformula.com and uh, and let me know. We're, we're just sort of gauging interest at the moment. It will just be a simple one-day thing, probably limiting it to offhand, I'd say around 20 people. And so this will be very intimate get together with myself, with Mike and with Jason, and we can explore you know, whatever issues you have, have a great time, have a good day, a good lunch, and get to know you better. So if that's something you might be interested in, let me know so we can sort of begin to gauge whether this is something we want to do and you want to do, of course. I mean, I'd love it. I'd, I, you know, we'll take the RV to, to Dallas and we'll park it somewhere and then I can go wherever. Sounds like a great idea to me. (laughs) And I love to meet up with, you know, I just love meeting people. I love meeting our community and, and hearing about your issues, your joys, your trials, tribulations, happy times, bad times, whatever, uh, and also solving problems. So hope to hear from you. Okay. I'm sort of inspired after that conversation with Robert. So I'm going to go and talk to my marketing team about, uh, you know, how we get our properties onto Fabstays and we shall start working on that. In the meantime, I hope you have a great rest of your day and look forward to being with you again very soon. It's been a pleasure as ever being with you. If there's anything you'd like to comment on, then join the conversation on the show notes for the episode at vacationrentalformula.com. We'd love to hear from you and I look forward to being with you again next week.